Hi, Stever here. The question comes up. I often hear the term sales and marketing. Aren't those the same thing? Not at all, though people do confuse them all the time. In most businesses, marketing and sales are very different. Sales is when you're face-to-face with a customer, convincing a person to buy your product. Marketing is the collection of decisions you make about the market that leads to a successful sale. Marketing is the planning part of sales. Marketing chooses the products to make, identifies who to sell to, what the customers want, and who the competitors are. Then, marketing figures out how to distinguish the product from the competition by choosing where the product is sold, its price, packaging, advertising messages, and where the ads run. This is called positioning the product. Consider McDonald's. McDonald's sells food, or at least a food-like substance. They target families with kids to get the whole family to come and eat. They offer happy meals and playgrounds. Their locations are chosen for convenience. They distinguish themselves based on consistency of menu and food. You can walk into any McDonald's anywhere and know that the Big Mac tastes pretty much the same. Yum! They advertise using Ronald McDonald. All those decisions are marketing decisions. Burger King competes with McDonald's and also sells food that's the same everywhere with locations chosen for convenience. They also target families with kids, use cartoon characters in their ads, and have a consistent menu. So other than the food, how do we tell the two apart? Burger King positions themselves as different from McDonald's by letting you eat according to your individual taste. While McDonald's says, eat here and you always get the same thing, Burger King says, have it your way. That positioning is a marketing decision. Of course, the irony is that even if you have it your way, your way is chosen from a menu as limited as McDonald's. The difference is in the marketing message, not in the product itself. Once the marketing decisions are made, salespeople take those decisions and march into the world to sell the products and services using the messages that marketing chooses. With our fast food example, sales happen at the counter. The person taking your order might suggest a specific item or call your attention to a special that the marketing department has designed. They don't make the marketing decisions, but they are given a menu and they help you choose specific items. Like any good salespeople, they try to get you to buy more by asking, would you like fries with that? Or, can I supersize you? Another example is the Casio watch company. They sell watches to average consumers. Their positioning is selling cheap timepieces with many different models, so you can get almost any capability you want. Rolex, on the other hand, sells to very wealthy customers. They don't have as many models or as much capability as Casio's, and their watches cost thousands of dollars. Rolex, however, doesn't position themselves as a watch. Rolex says, I am a symbol of wealth, status, and taste. Rich people buy Rolexes as a status symbol, while the rest of us buy Casios to tell the time. Both watches are often sold in showrooms by salespeople. What seem to be two similar products, both sold through retail stores, are positioned as very, very different products. That's marketing at work. The one place sales and marketing may merge is in direct mail. 
When a company sells their product by sending junk mail or spam, the decision of what points to make during the sales process becomes the very text of the letter you so happily receive in your inbox. But even here, marketing and sales can be separate. The company can choose which product features to highlight to their customers and then hire someone else to write the actual sales letter that tries to persuade the buyer to buy. Let's consider one last example. This one's a little bit trickier. Imagine that you are Go Get'em Game Company. Your big toy this year is Little Susie's Dollhouse of Horror. You want to sell it at Toy Mart. You create a front window display for each Toy Mart store to use that features headless dolls and a guillotine. You hope that Peter Parent will see the display and choose the Dollhouse of Horror as a birthday present for little Tommy. You've made several marketing decisions. You've decided which toy to produce, the Dollhouse of Horror. You know a dollhouse of horror will appeal to little boys, and you design a window display that little boys will like, hoping it will convince shoppers to buy. All of that is marketing. You're choosing a product you think your market, little boys, will prefer over competing products. You decided to distribute through toy stores rather than direct mail. That's a marketing decision. And you designed a display to influence the market at a distance. You still have selling to do, but not to Peter Parent. Can you guess who you're selling to? You're selling to the buyers at Toy Mart. Your salespeople don't visit Peter Parent. Your salespeople visit Toy Mart and must sell to Toy Mart, convincing Toy Mart that you have done the best job at predicting what little boys will want and that Toy Mart should carry the dollhouse and use your window display. Marketing is the decisions about who, what, and how to get the product to market. And selling is persuading someone, in this case, Toy Mart, to pay money for the product. I hope you found this distinction between marketing and sales useful. Bye for now. You've been listening to Steve Robbins and the Business Explained podcast. Please send your questions and comments to podcast at steverobbins.com or leave a voice message at 206-4-BIZ-101. That's 206 206- Four two six nine one zero one. You can subscribe to future podcasts at iTunes by searching for Business Explained or at www.steverobbins.com forward slash podcast. Bye for now.